it. And in fact, did not do anything to my microphone when I moved I it. See, it's exactly the same place where it's at already. It's all good, man. Ladies and gentlemen, having a little bit of technical difficulties. Javi's uh, adjusting his boom mic. I don't know if it's a boom mic. I don't even know what a boom mic is. Uh, All right. Well, when I have it down here, it kind of like scrapes on my beard a little bit. It's gives not, it a little. It's not good. A little static electricity, a little man. Bit, you might yeah. need a flash or something. <laughs> Go back in time, man. Mess some things up. Yeah, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. So I just needed to kind of get it away from uh, my little fuzzies down here. I hear you. I have yeah, a yeah. lot less of those, so. Sometimes I do, too. But <laughs> not today. Not today. <laughs> Got that man beard yeah. going on, brother. Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. How's things going for you, brother? Oh, uh, you know, long weekend, man. Super long weekend. Not in a good way, but it's fine. Yeah, yeah. Um, mine has had its ups and downs. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I told you, I Cinco de Mayo. It's a really <laughs> great <laughs> Uh, treasured holiday for for me <laughs> and everybody who's non-Hispanic. I guess you, uh, <laughs> get you some tacos. That was tacos and all the marks. Yeah, yes. It's like a normal Tuesday for you, I know. Yeah. But <laughs> yeah, we don't call it Taco Tuesday. It's just Tuesday. <laughs> it's definitely not Taco yeah, Tuesday yeah. at the Villa Lobos Estate. <laughs> yeah oh man awesome awesome brother um let's go ahead and hop into it man yeah uh roll that movie news and they're still an undetermined amount of time because i don't know how long the little clip is i don't really know how long the clip is we, we hit it pretty good though every week <laughs> We're pretty good at it. Yeah, because I, I don't cut, cut nothing. I just put it on there. <laughs> so our little span of time always works out pretty good. I've definitely cool. noticed. <laughs> All right, man. So uh, quick question for you. What's up? Were you a fan growing up of the MTV movie and TV awards? I was a fan, yeah. Like, was it a was it something that you, like, religiously watched every year? I don't think so. I think I was, did. I don't think it was like a. I think it was more of a catch it after the fact kind of thing. Mm. I didn't really like stay up and plan my my day around it. Well, that was it for me, bro. Yeah, Sunday night. You know, I mean, I watched. Awards. I was watching MTV quite a bit. You know, until it till it changed. Yeah, just it, it used to be music television. Yeah, now it's just. Television now. It was just MTV. Yeah, oh, right. nice. M doesn't oh, stand for nothing. Oh, nice. I didn't even plan that. Yeah, that was good. I totally planned that. Yeah, seriously. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's going to be weird. Well, I haven't watched it in a couple years because MTV's not really for our age demographic anymore. We, right. I, guess I guess we phased out of it. Right. So how things work. You we know? watch C-SPAN now, so you know what I mean? So <laughs> are, are we that old? Right, yet? right. Um. But usually the show is live. Yeah. Uh, according yeah. to Hollywood Reporter, it's going to be uh, not held live. It's going to be uh, pre-taped. And that kind of uh, loses its mojo. So how far of a pre-tape? looks like what, a couple of days. Is it a couple of days beforehand they're going to tape it? Mm, man, you know, I... I looked at the headline of this, and I'm just kind of going off the cuff. 
So I don't even know. That's fine. But the biggest thing is it was like the biggest like teen movie. You know, they have the Oscars, the Emmys, yeah. uh, SAG Awards, all this stuff. No, screw all that, bro. A 14, 15-year-old <laughs> boy, man. Well, this was the only time you got to see the different people from the different genres of music, like, together, right? Yes. Or, you know, a lot of the, like, crossover performances and things like that. You know, That was something you couldn't just watch on YouTube. Couldn't, bro. YouTube wasn't even a thing. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, it's just weird, man, how times have changed. Oh, yeah. Um, and now we have this kind of being fizzled out as well. That is, uh, that is accurate. I just don't like it, man. Okay. <laughs> just don't like change. Damn it. Okay. That's, that's the problem. That's the right. point why I added this in, in here. MTV, go back to playing music videos. Okay. I loved waking up every morning to Maroon 5's Sunday morning. Now it's just ridiculousness. It, all the time. All the th- it's not even on MTV. It's on MTV Two. I don't even see. I don't. Have, is there even MTV anymore? I don't know. This is like MTV Two, with like ridiculousness all day long. Yeah. I like. I'll flip because you, you ever been like in a hotel, uh, traveling band oh, or whatever, and then yeah. like you flip. To, you're like, oh, MTV. Wait, no, it's MTV Two, and it's nothing but Rob ridiculousness Deer- for the next nine hours. <laughs> Rob Deerdick for the rest <laughs> of this uh, channel's life. Yes. 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 <laughs> That man is definitely getting paid. Yeah, yeah. Oh, man. MTV, do better. That's my <laughs> point. This had a little bit to do, well, from reading the article with uh, the writer strike, right? Kind of <sighs> yeah. help help push this to this point. Yeah, that's another thing, man. Pay your damn writers, okay? I'm an aspiring writer myself. Right. Pay your damn writers, because there would be no words. It would just be all John Wick movies we're, if it was no writer. <laughs> <laughs> Which I don't think this is going to be a say, problem for people. We're just going to go back full circle back to silent movies. <laughs> no more talkies. No more talkies. Just subtitles. Which, you know. Dang it. I mean, I like I read subtitles. So that's fine. Because I can't hear that well. Oh, man. Too many years of rock and roll. Too many years of rock and roll, man. Yeah. In the pit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, guys. Uh, this writer's strike has to stop. Um, we're not really feeling the effects of it yet, but um, I don't want to feel the effects. I want movies to be good. Yeah. I want TV shows <laughs> to be all awesome. Uh, I don't. You know, I don't That's want. How- I don't want Chat GPT <laughs> to. Uh, <laughs> Just takes over everything. <laughs> To bring us the the next Captain America movie, yeah. okay? Brought to you by Bing. You know what yeah. I mean? I don't I don't want that. <laughs> Directed by Will Forte. Yeah. Written by Bing. Chat GPT. <laughs> I, I don't want that to happen. So pay your damn writers, guys, okay? Come on, Hollywood. Get off your ass. All right, I'm off my soapbox now. Hey man, so I've been kind of arguing with you yep. silently. Be like text a little bit. I don't know if you've noticed. Like a little passive aggressive. A little passive aggressiveness <laughs> that you don't have Apple <laughs> TV Plus. Yeah. It's a little know, annoying. Is that yeah. what it is? <laughs> well, you know, I did have it for a little while. What'd you watch and, on there? Uh, the only thing I watched on there, I think, was Ted Lasso. Final season. You're missing it. It's, I mean, you know, I'll, I'll figure it out, but. It'll be on Netflix at some point. It will never be on <laughs> Netflix. <laughs> you 
know. Like, you are like every other 65, 70 year old person. <laughs> uh, what's it going to be on Netflix? <laughs> Never. So Never, grandmother. So I did have it for a while. Um, but, you know, you start jacking up prices, man. You gotta, yeah. Got to cut some costs somewhere. Yeah, man, but and I, yeah. I just I didn't watch it. I didn't watch anything really on it. I got you. I, I really only got it to see Ted Lasso. Oh, yes. Did you enjoy? Oh, I did. I did yes. enjoy Ted Lasso. This third season is also this yeah. third or fourth season. Is, I think it's third season. This last season is awesome. I think the only other show I watched was what's funny is that that picture I sent you about Blind with Jason Momoa and David. That yeah. was the only other show I watched on there was his show Blind. Are you bring? Are you might get it back for the next season, right? We'll see. We'll see what okay. happens. Okay. Okay. Well, I mean, you know, we'll see. guess who else is coming to <laughs> Apple TV? Uh, looks like Brad Pitt. The Pitt. Yeah. Brad Pitt. Racing cars. Is a, in a Formula One movie. Uh, and he's bringing some heavy hitters, man. We have here, according to the Hollywood Reporter, um, Brad Pitt has a Formula One movie. It's going to be directed yeah. by Joseph Kaczynski, produced by Jerry Bruckheimer, and written by Aaron Kruger. So basically the whole team behind Top Gun Maverick. Right. Is coming in coming in and doing this, man. So uh we got Carrie Condon who is joining him along with uh Damson Idris. You remember him? Uh-oh. Oh yeah. Yeah, from the one movie we watched with uh he, he's been around. Captain Falcon, yeah. Captain. <laughs> um he's also in Sn- Snowfall, I believe was as that, well. Yeah. Was that behind the wire? Behind be, the wire. Beyond the wire. Behi- behind enemy lines? Definitely not that. Before the stars. <laughs> the fault in our stars. Silver Linings Playbook. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just everything I can do with the, the sky. But. Yes. <laughs> oh, the sky. Just wait till we get into uh, Guardians, bro. Yeah. <laughs> Awesome, man. Um, but no, this I'm pretty excited, man, that more people are coming to Apple TV Plus and it's becoming yeah. a bigger uh, studio plat- platform. Uh, <clears throat> but you had a you had a team who made a billion dollar movie last year. Mm. Um, brought people into the theaters. Oh yeah, Brad Pitt, Damson Idris, and in Carrie Condon. That's why they jacked up the prices. Oh, I know why they got to pay them. <laughs> And that that was kind of the other, the other uh, part of it was like, wasn't really much on there for me for my taste to watch, uh, and there wasn't a lot of content on there either when I had it. Not at the time. It's yeah. growing. It's yes. growing now. So we'll see. Yeah, I'm actually gonna check out Silo next. Oh, okay. I don't know what it's about, but it looks dope. Corn about corn. I pro- probably wheat, wheat distribution or the band. <laughs> uh, I, don't know. I guess it depends on how it's spelled with the with the backwards K. Oh. <laughs> I, I got you. I got you. But guys, we're gonna throw this on our uh, socials as well. Um, you excited for a? Uh, oh, he's gonna he's oh, gonna interrupt oh, me, guys. Oh, let me interrupt. You. He's got something here. This movie is actually looks like it's gonna be in the theaters. If you read down at the bottom of that article, dude, we'll receive theatrical distribution. Do you think I went past related stories? No, I didn't until just now. <laughs> I was just kind of flipping through it, and then I just saw it at the bottom. <laughs> Apple is partnered with Paramount for the October theatrical release of Martin Scorsese's Flower Moon. Is that what you're talking about? 
Uh, I don't know where you're reading that, but that's fine. Oh, there it is. Yeah. No, it says the untitled Formula One film will receive theatrical distribution. I do see that. And then 30 days after, it'll be on Apple TV. Well, you're going to catch it in the theater then, yeah. brother. Well, there you go. Put it on the pod. We'll figure it out. Brand new. I already paid $20 to see stuff in the theater. So. I did too, today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe J.K. Sims will be in yeah. it. Yeah. <laughs> we can only hope. With all us on our socials, guys, uh, are you rocking with Apple TV Plus? Are you excited for this platform's uh, growing with all these movie stars and all these movies and stuff? Uh, holler at us. Love to hear from you. All right, team. Welcome to this week's episode of Movie in a Pod. I am Clyde Smith. And I am Javier Villalobos. On this week's episode, we're discussing the trailers for Dune Part 2, Gran Turismo, and our movie of the week, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Bring it in. All right, team. So we're going to check out Dune Part 2 and a racing movie with David Harbour and Orlando Bloom. Okay. Some kids. Why not? Why not? Check the full reactions on our socials. I'm pretty excited for these trailers. Yeah. Let's get it. All right. All right, team. So a uh, the follow-up film will explore the mythic journey of Paul Atreides as he unites with Shawnee and the Freeman oh, uh, yeah. while on a warpath of revenge against the conspirators who destroyed his family, facing a choice between the love of his life and the fate of the known universe. He endeavors to prevent a terrible future only he can foresee. Timothy Shamalama Ding Dong is back, ladies and gentlemen. JV, <laughs> talk to you, brother. What were your thoughts about this trailer? Oh, it looks like we're going to see a lot more action this round. Let's hope, man, because that shit was a slow burn. It was super slow. Gorgeous. And it was super long, (laughs) but it was gorgeous. Um, Yeah, it looks like we're going to be doing a lot of more fighting. My man's riding a worm. That's whatever. Worm Uh, surfing. And still beautiful. Still the big, still get to see the big, beautiful desert. Um, But also it looks like a bunch of different things going on like a lot of different storylines um that didn't really show up in the first part yeah there was some stuff in there that i saw i mean we hadn't seen the first one it's been a little been a minute now but um or we did see the first one but it's been a minute now correct uh so there's some stuff i don't remember maybe but it looked like there was a lot more going on as far as like different families and stuff like that yeah, man. So we have uh, part two, and we actually bring in some big players, man. We got Austin Butler, uh, Florence Pugh, mm-hmm. we got Christopher Walken. Let's go. Christopher Walken? Yeah. All right. I'm excited. So he's going to, like, kill somebody with a soldering iron. Who knows? Yeah. Um, <laughs> but no, man, I, you know, Dennis, Denis Villeneuve, uh, he makes beautiful movies. They're going to yeah. be gorgeous, right? You're going to oh, yeah. get a lot of slow burns. You're going to get a lot of like slow moving shots, man. Um, but hopefully not as much as the first one. <laughs> the the action needs to like drive in. Yeah. I mean, we've got some story building done. Yeah. Did you see that? Did you see that Blade Runner 2049? 
I would take that as a, a yes. Um, how about how about a, the movie? Yeah, Blade yeah, yeah. Runner 20, 2049. Uh, yeah, with, for some um, reason I was thinking you meant a trailer. I was like, what? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> I was like, wait, no, no, he's like um, a regular movie. You know, that was a very slow burn movie, like the original. But that last act, though, the action sequences were just insane, crazy. Yeah, I got you. Right. So hopefully we get more of that in this one. Yeah. Uh, I want to see an all-out war, man. I want to see oh yeah things, but I do I do like the political uh, gambit that's in here. I actually like it more here than I do in the Star Wars movies, man. Well, yeah, I mean that's is more of a trade situation, right? Yeah, it's more of a basically drug dealing. Basically, yes. Yes, this is really what it is. So Con- controlling the, uh, the the goods, the goods, man, <laughs> <laughs> the cocoa. Yeah. You know what I mean? Spice it up. Yeah. Uh, Tim Blake Nelson is also in this movie, so we got some good characters. I'm excited, man. Uh, November is going to be a good month for movies, and it's going to be this oh, yeah. one. And it's probably going to be about four hours long, which. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna be in there. I don't think it says it yet. Yes, I was scrolling through to see if it showed that. But no, this looks like with all these characters, it's gotta be like a nine hour movie, man, and like seven intermissions. Yeah. I'm for it. <laughs> Sign me up. <laughs> Guys, we're gonna throw Dune part two on our socials. The trailer. Let us know your thoughts here. Uh Timothy Chalamet and uh our girl Zendaya oh, yeah. are gonna save the world. I don't know what kind of world it is with giant uh, worms, but trying to save the drug planet. That's all trying. Not to trying to live there with the worms on Dune. Right. Pass on that one. <laughs> <laughs> That's fair. That's fair. Wow. Um. Yeah. <clears throat> intense. Gran Turismo. The ultimate wish fulfillment tale of a teenage Gran Turismo player whose gaming skills won a series of. Nissan competitions okay, okay. to become an actual <laughs> professional race car driver based on a true story. Uh, this is brought to us by Neil Blumcap, who brought us District 9. Nice. Uh, JV, talk to me, man. There was, um, there's, there's a YouTube video I've seen, a couple of them, where like uh, professional like e-drift, e-racing drifters and yeah. uh, people that, you know, Enter tournaments and win money playing game playing the games that they put a few of them in some cars, some real cars, and they could pick it up like immediately and really handle the cars like if they're playing their sims as well. So these guys must be like, like you said, they're one tournament, like those e tournaments, so they're the yeah, best, yeah, the best at exactly, that. exactly. So that's gonna be, uh, an advantage to them. I mean, game in a certain way does give you skills. Yeah, man. I'm, I'm so, like, this right here is pretty cool to kind of, for it to be like a a movie where it's not like a movie about the game. It's a movie that the game is involved in. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Because I remember seeing this before and – Thinking like, okay, how's this gonna play out? Is it a, is it called Gran Turismo and they're gonna 
make a storyline about a guy who's a like need drives for, cars like they did Need for Speed. Yeah, basically. So it's kind of cool <clears> to see him kind of play that pathway of like, this is a game. Yeah, but we're gonna have these people come and hit the track for us. Yeah, you know, they could, you could have went one of two ways here, right? You could have definitely went that Need for Speed route and just built a story within the world of Need for Speed. Yeah, but they took a uh, game. And, you know, this is based on a true story and said, this person actually did, did this. Let's yeah. tell their story, right? It's right. how cool it is. And then just the visuals from Neil Blumcat, man. Um, this looks really dope. Yeah. You want to see this on, like, the biggest screen possible. Oh, yeah. That surround um, sound rumble. IMAC. Yeah. Right? Exactly. That 4DX, man. Where, yeah. is, where is there a 4DX theater around here? Isn't that the one that, like, sprays water on you and stuff? I mean, in fire, right? <laughs> it's only fair. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna get some. <laughs> I got you. Oh. All right, yeah, it's fair, I guess. <laughs> no, but this looks really cool. Here we got uh, David Harbor, Orlando Bloom, uh, Demond Hansu, um, and this kid Archie. I don't know how to pronounce his name. Sounds close. Um, you know, I know how to pronounce things. I'm really good at it, right? Conversate. Yeah, yeah. Um, but <laughs> <laughs> but no, man, this looks cool. With we'll on our uh, socials here, uh, just David Harbor, man, uh, creating a, a very good uh, list of films for himself. Oh yeah, I'm I'm really Doing enjoying awesome. this guy. I like it. <clears throat> I like. Guy, I'm six four, so I like guys who are big, who are tall, and that are actors, right? You know, him and and Vince Vaughn. You know what I mean? Sorry, yeah, sorry, Tom Cruise. You know what I mean? I know you're five six. Love, love you in your movies, but maybe I'll throw throw hands. Oh, of course. You know, jump a little bit, attack somebody in the face. Of course, but David Harbour can throw him though. Yeah, you're right. (laughs) (laughs) He was Hellboy for crying out loud. (laughs) David Harbour can throw a lot of people. Guys, with us on our socials, let us know your thoughts. All right, buddy. You ready to jump into this week's movie? Yes, sir. All right, team. We have Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Uh-oh. G-O-T-G-V-3. Yes, sir. Uh, just came out this past Friday. Uh, written and directed by the great, honorable, and... Mm. Uh, now, Redcoat, because he went to D.C. <laughs> Was they no longer employed by Marvel. Yes, no longer employed by, by Marvel. He's a G, though. I will give him that, okay? Man gets fired. Man gets fired after uh, Volume 2. Goes and makes Suicide Squad. Best D.C. movie so far. Best D.C. movie so far. And then comes back and is like, oh, you want me to do Volume 3? Yeah. Cool, I'll do this, but I'm not staying. Yeah, and I'm also going to do whatever I want. Yes. <laughs> and he I mean, come on, man. <laughs> yeah, no kidding. All right. Uh, go ahead and give us that budget, sir. Uh, we have $250 million budget. Uh, gross so far, $289.3 million. Mm-hmm. Starting this, we have Chris Pratt as Peter Quill in Star-Lord. Uh, Zoe Zeldana as Gamora. Dave Bautista as Drax the Destroyer. Karen Gillian as Nebula, Palm Clematif as Mantis, Vin Diesel as Groot, 
Bradley Cooper as Rocket Raccoon, Real Pointner as Adam Warlock, and Chuck Woody Awuji as the High Evolutionary. Well, you pronounce that better than I do. Uh, no, I cannot. I actually tried uh, Chuck Woody Iwuji. <laughs> I think we said the same there's, exact thing. There's always it. one that's just difficult. Of course. Of but, course. you know, pretty cool name. It's nonetheless. The, yeah, it's the, the black guy with the straight-up African name, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Nigerian-British actor, you know what I mean? Just yeah. He's also an associate act artist for the Royal Shakespearean Company. You just have to have a weird name. He did, he, did, he did go to Yale. Let's go. In Wisconsin. Now he's two, uh, two weird places. Now he's here. Now Sweet. he's here. <clears throat> All right, brother. Uh, go ahead and give us that quick synopsis so we can hop into this one. The Guardians of the Galaxy have a mission to save a rocket after Adam Warlock is sent to capture him but ends up hurting him instead. Uh, during the attempt, they uh, figure out that rocket has a device that will kill him if somebody tries to operate on him. Uh, the team tracks down the pass key that will deactivate the device, and they also find out the high evolutionary is just out there making people. And just ba- creatures. Ba- basically. Making them. Uh, and he wants Rocket because he's the only experiment that could invent and gain knowledge like any other he's ever created. All right, man. Good stuff. Let's hop into this one here. Uh, we're back with the Guardians here. Let's start up top. Uh, Chris Pratt is Peter Quill slash Star Lord here. Um <clears throat> the quote unquote leader of the oh, Guardians. Yeah. Um and at this point, man, this is after Endgame. So Gamora his Gamora's gone. Yes. But the uh variant is that uh, the correct word? Maybe not variant, but um Future oh, pa- is... ghost of future past, yeah. <laughs> Gamora, <Something like that. laughs> yeah, yeah. right? Something like um, that, yeah. Is 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 out there in the world? It's actually, the past Gamora in the future. The past Gamora in the future. Yes, it's exactly what it is. Yeah, she came back with Thanos. And yeah, stayed. she came back to the future. Yeah, yeah, man. She was out of time. Now she just needs to listen yeah. to a little power of love. Yeah. Um. <laughs> That, they might have hooked up if she yeah, was to that song, man. You're right. You're right. That would have broke. That would have broke her icy heart. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Chris yeah. Pratt, Chris Pratt's character Peter, man, he is in a drunken stupor. Yeah. Now the last time that we saw these characters was that Christmas special. Remember with with the bacon? Yeah, which was fantastic. Right, and he was still down in the dumps at that point in time. But this moment with Kevin Bacon and Christmas and what. The team did was to help him kind of get out of his funk. Christmas yes. has passed. Life has moved on. Um, he's back just drinking every day. I love that we get him here, right? Yeah, he's, he's still he's still working on himself. Well, he's not really working on himself, but you know what I'm saying. He's working on uh, getting that liver removed. Yeah. All, all this alcohol <laughs> he's been taking. Rocking can make him a new one. It's fine. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, but I, I love his state of depression, man, and he's just beat up because he had this love, mm-hmm. and this is not the same person, but he would love to know where she is so he can try. Yeah, so, yeah, he knows knows she's out there somewhere, right? Yeah. And he just uh, 
knows she does not like him. True that. She does not like him. (laughs) So in regards to this Peter as well, he's already uh, made it known, especially after uh, Rocket gets hurt, that that's his best friend. Oh, yeah. Now, we've taken two movies, uh, Infinity War, Endgame, and a little bit of uh, the Thor movie to for him to state that. Yeah. And that's huge, man. Because uh, these two hated each other. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And we're at each other's throats, man. So now he's calling him his, his best friend. That's that's huge, man. So that's great character development there. All right. Speaking of his long-lost alternate Back to the Future love interest here, <laughs> got Zoe Zaldana uh, returning as Gamora. Talk to me, brother. Yeah, so we get... Uh, a Gamora that's been that's in the future, and she's been in the future for a while now. Yeah, uh, she joined the Ravagers. Um, as we get to see your your good buddy, uh, Yo Adrian Sylvester Stallone. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean we see at the beginning, and she's just a hard shell. She's basically a gun for hire, right? Yeah. Which is what she was in the past was a soldier. So she's still doing that. And as far as Zoe, I mean, we see her play this same role in the first Guardians of the Galaxy. So we're basically kind of reliving this whole thing over again of her falling for Quill. Yeah. Um, she's awesome. Yeah, no, she yeah. is. You know what? She's a lot more lethal in this movie. Oh, yeah. And it's really cool that Zodana can come in and play that GOTG Volume 1 um, Gamora again. Yeah. But a little bit more lethal as well because this is even before she is, you know, decides to yeah. do, go against her father. Right, right, right. Um, So she's even more of a badass. And it's weird because we'll talk about... um. Nebula in a, in a minute, but they've yeah. completely switched roles. Yes. Um, which is really fun and how they played off each other. So um, that was cool. But she does not, she does not want to have anything. She doesn't even find this guy attractive. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, no. Like when she throws him into like the computer. Or yeah, whatever. yeah. Yeah. No, not the same uh, Gamora, and she will let you know in a heartbeat. Mm-hmm. She gives zero dams about them people. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Uh, I'm going to guess probably your favorite character in this movie, uh, Dave Bautista's Drax the Destroyer. Am I right? <laughs> Am I right? Uh, just between him and uh, Rocket. Okay, okay. Well, talk to me about uh, Drax the Destroyer this movie, man. Oh, man, we kind of see Drax... He doesn't, he changes very minimally. Yes. Um, but he, he, when he does change, like, it's really hard to say. So, like, he's himself through all these movies, except for, like, these specific moment in times. Yeah. Like, uh, when he's dancing or when he's, like, actually kind of agrees that people are his friends and stuff like that. Yeah. But other than that, he kind of just keeps that same... Real, uh, I don't really like people, but I can put up with you guys kind of thing. Yeah. <laughs> Even through this, I mean, but but this was really emotional kind of for the whole team. Uh, 
But Dave, he's just he hits it at specific times when he needs to be funny. And he's also just like when he's fighting and things like that, he's just a completely different person as well. Yeah. Uh like he just doesn't care. He's uh, I agree, man. I don't think he has I think he has been the one character through these movies that have stayed the exact same. Yeah. Uh, as far as his North Star, uh, his his thoughts, his ideas, right, the way that he lives his life um, have been the exact same. They're just, we're just seeing them more. We're seeing the layers peel for this guy. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? We we knew that he was a, a father, but then he went to war with Ronan and, and wanted to kill Thanos and all this stuff. But we just didn't know the extent of the other more father, more warm side of him, right? <laughs> right. You see the fun, playful kind of asshole drags with yep. the, the team. That's the kind of the banter between everybody. Um, being able to go ahead and see him with those kids, though, at the end, yeah. the third act, man, you're like, dude, he's bringing life to this character. Yeah. This character is now, you know, he was two-dimensional. Now he's three-dimensional where there's another side of him, right? Agreed. He's, he's a good friend. He's a, an amazing fighter, but he's a, a loving, caring uh, being right, and right. that was really cool to to see. I uh, called them morons or little idiots yeah. or whatever he calls them, right? <laughs> uh, but that's just that's just but, this is damn good writing. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's kind of part of Drax's uh, uh, his culture. Yeah, and that's kind of something that was fun to for him to keep all the way to the end. Yeah, the the not understanding the analogies and metaphors <laughs> and stuff like that. He's he did, trying. He did. The one where they kept on calling him an idiot, yeah. and that's all he's going to ever amount to. Yeah. He did understand that. Yeah, he's like, I'm not <laughs> sure if I appreciate this defense or not. <laughs> Just great writing, man. This writing reminds me of the Suicide Squad, man. Yeah. Just the banter back and forth and how everybody, I'm going to watch that damn movie again tonight, man. It's so, so good. good. So, so good. <laughs> Just the village scene alone when they yeah. went back and forth killing people. <laughs> and then when they come to find out those were the good guys. Yeah, yeah. I, you can't... Like, <laughs> just so James Gunn, man, he's just got something, man. He's got some juice, man. Yeah. All right, we have uh, Karen Gillan as Nebula. She's a member of the Guardians, a former Avenger, um, and Gamora's adoptive sister who uh, trained with Thanos, her adopted father. Um, <clears throat> she is caring, man. Yeah. And she cares for the people of uh, nowhere. She cares for the rest of the Guardians. Uh, I like that she got fleshed out. Yeah, she that was, was very important. She was very mom in this movie. Yes, very mother figure over the over the team. Uh, but you know we also got to remember too that at this point it's been like her and Rocket, mm-hmm. right? For for the for the blip. Um, so. As much as she, she's kind of like uh, Drax. Like she doesn't want to let you know that she cares about you, but at the same time she take a bullet for t- you. Yeah, exactly. She just doesn't know how to express that. Yeah, um, and she's even you see her even more badass now, man, with her technological advances that Rocket hooked her up with. Oh yeah, um, you know she's like the T two thousand and T three thousand, man. Good gosh. Yeah, she has um, some crazy stuff going on. But then, like, even when she's getting punched or whatever, her head gets knocked back, the fact oh, that yeah. able to, like, 
kick back and she's like fine man that's just really cool to see the maturation of these characters man um that's what you want in a trilogy that's what you want as these stories yeah. continue man you just don't want to see the 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 same team over and over again in, in a movie um you want to see that maturation and, and James Gunn definitely brings it here with their character arc yeah and everybody's kind of gotten to a point to where their abilities and stuff are in this movie shown a lot more yeah like she gets hit a few times and then we see her kind of fix herself a little faster. Reassemble. Yeah, like sometimes <laughs> it takes her longer and sometimes she just does it really quick. Yeah. Which was cool, especially in that that hallway fight scene. That hallway fight yeah, scene was, was crazy. pretty badass, yeah, man. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right, we got a uh, Palm uh Clementif as Mantis, member of the Guardians with em- empathic powers and Quill's half sister there. We found out that she was Quill's half sister in the Kevin Bacon special. Yep. Um but with her empathic powers, she also is like part mom in there as, as yeah. well um but she, i think her job mainly is just to wrangle drax right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah i feel that just, just drax like stop being dumb okay stop doing stupid yeah, things her, her and drax have been best friends for a minute now <laughs> really since they met ever, ever since they met when like she I, we as the audience were looking at them she was like is she into him? Do we yeah, want yeah. this to be a couple thing? Like, what's going on? <laughs> like, it was weird. Yeah. In, like, Ego's crib or whatever, or, or mansion or house or whatever. But then they just became partners. Yeah. And they just rag on each they, other. They became day, more brother and sister. Yeah. Yeah. They rag on each other, man. That's just fun <laughs> to watch. All right. We got, uh, he, he's in here. Vin Diesel is Groot. Yes, he is. I remember the Guardians who is a tree-like humanoid in the Accomplice of Rocket. Uh, talk to me about the character arc for this guy. Yeah, uh, he's had a few uh, over the over the span of many movies. We got Skinny Groot. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> got the little he had the little twig for a while there. We got the little twig. Then we got Baby Groot. Yeah, got Teenage Groot, <laughs> who was an asshole. By yeah, the yeah, way. he was. <laughs> and then we got well, we got to see kind of in the Christmas special up to this. I guess he's just a just a tree, older, big ass tree trunk. older man. I feel, I feel like this man, like after what happened in the first Guardians, yeah. Um, I, and I, you know, obviously, like his powers as far as being a tree and being able to switch like that yeah. is is different. You thought when you're seeing him in the first Guardians movie that you're seeing a fully formed adult Groot. Right. right, and then you see him now. It's just like, okay, is this like a preteen group? Like, what? Where are we at? Yeah, right. Agreed. Even to the end when he was freaking twenty feet tall. Yeah, which was awesome too. Which was really awesome. Yeah, he was cool. But like, how he held all those damn guns, <laughs> those weapons in him, dude. That well, was dope. He was also able to regenerate really quick. Yeah, because it was the head. I think that's what it was. Because it wasn't like a full regrow. <laughs> Literally fell asleep thinking about this, man. Yeah, I was wondering. Woke up trying to figure this out as well. (laughs) Like, I wanted to have this conversation, right? Because I'm like, oh, dude, here we go again. Bring it back down to Baby Groot again. (laughs) And you see, like, the head, and the head's kind of just kind of crawling around. I thought that was it for him the rest of the movie. I did too. And then, like, Adam Warlock came with the business. Yeah, and then all of a sudden, he's kind of got like a. A body of limbs for a little bit, like as he's growing back. Yeah, you ever seen the faculty when they knocked the teacher's head off and then like the things came out and she was kind of rolling around or whatever? <laughs> yeah. uh, that's what. Or the thing. 
the thing happened and on, exactly yes, ex- exactly what happened on the thing. Probably where they got that idea instead of the faculty. Uh, so yeah, he grows fast. Um, which, like I said, I thought it was. I thought that was it. I thought Groot was going to be ahead the rest of the movie, which would have been and hilarious. Then, and then, but we already did know. that. We already did that in uh, Love and Thunder. You know what I mean? So would we do it again? F it, let's ride. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> cut, uh, cut, copy, paste. Yeah. MCU, baby. That's what we do uh, these days. But we get him back, and he has some great scenes. Oh man! Yeah. Um, and everybody just has their own little. Their own little story that they're pushing through, and everybody really gets a good, a good closing arc on their on their story. Mm-hmm. Other than Adam Warlock, he didn't get. He was that was terrible. We'll talk about but either, either way. <laughs> I, have, I have so many notes, so many notes, man. Uh, but yeah, then we get to see the big Groot at the very end, where Which he's awesome. really he's real big, humongous. So I guess the question is, does he just keep growing? He's a tree. Why, 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 That's not? why not? That's it. I mean, he—that's the whole thing. He's a tree, right? Yeah, he's just—they don't really stop until they die, and they usually die when we cut them down. So exactly because we're assholes. <laughs> no, that's exactly where I was leading to. <laughs> <laughs> exactly where I was leading he's, to. He's like uh <laughs> he's like a Obi Wan. Strike me down, I'll come back like ten times stronger. <laughs> Man did okay. He did. He Ronan the accuser buff. tried. Came back buff. Came back buff as hell, man. <laughs> but I like it because I he's a lot stronger than what he was in the first one. Yeah. Um. You know, I just want to. I would like to know in a very passive James Gunn, quippy type, maybe Rocket explaining it or yeah. somebody else explaining it, like how he got there, how he got from GOTG one to where he is look like now. Because those are two totally different groups and very different. Like ability wise, like like this group can move. Yeah, the first group just kind of kind of made his oh, way. We're not talking about him dancing. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, I mean that too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he's got some uh, scats on him. Yeah, yeah. This time he's more of a he's more of a um. So you got award. some scats on him. Got some scats on him. You see him okay. take take off, bro. I got you down that hallway, down that yeah. corridor. Yeah, you're right. You're that right. one shot. <laughs> There's some Sam Mendes 1917 stuff going on in that corridor, man. Taking everybody. <laughs> uh, All right, man. Let's talk about the uh, the main character of this movie, though. It's uh, Bradley Cooper's Rocket Raccoon. Mm. Yes, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, James Gunn, the only man who could have done it and do it successfully, gave a anthropomorphic raccoon named Rocket top billing star of the movie. This was his movie. Um. Where are we at with Rocket right right now, man? He is feeling bummed out. Yes, kind of see that from the beginning. He, you know, he takes Quill's uh, MP3 player. What is it? A Zune? <laughs> <laughs> Possibly, yeah. yeah. A Zune. Um, you know, and he's just not in a good headspace. And I don't think, you know, some some of the Guardians are obviously Quill is not. Uh, Rocket, you know, he has these visions of his past life, yeah, um, and kind of wanting to, I don't, I don't even, I don't even know, man, like completing his story or why he's even like that. But he wasn't even a major player during the Christmas special, 
Right. Um, he was there, but wasn't a major major player. That was more of a Drax mm. and Mantis, Mantis type, thing, yeah, type thing, yeah. Um, and human trafficking. Human <laughs> trafficking the bacon. Bring the bacon home, baby. <laughs> <laughs> But this was his, his story, man. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you wondered his origin story. Right, right. And wanted to, like, see it. And it's a very sad tale, man. Oh, yeah. Like, it's the worst part of the movie, but, like, the best exposition, though. Yeah, and it gave the movie that ability to kind of be um, a little darker. Yeah. A little darker, a little rougher. Um. Sadder, mm-hmm. but at the same time, you already like this character, right? We already like Rocket. Love him. Um, we like Bradley Cooper voicing Rocket. The best. So to go back and see like all the stuff that happened up to this point that you know we don't know. I mean, comic book readers might, but not necessarily a comic book reader. Exactly. Um, to see that real sad story, and even to hear like Nebula saying. You know, that's worse than what Thanos did to me. And we saw what Thanos did to her. Yeah, he was an you asshole. Know? It was really, really that pathway that led us to get some of these real tearjerker moments. Yeah, man. And, like, <clears throat> he, as a as, as a young, you know, raccoon, he thought he was going to this uh, new Earth, right? Second yeah, Earth. Yeah. What, are they, what are they called? Uh, count, Earth? Counter Earth. Counter Earth, yeah. Counter-Earth. And be a part of those people and, and do great things. Yeah. And, you know, he has his friends, Lila and uh, Floor and Teeths and all that stuff. Yeah. And they basically are a, his first group, his, yeah, yeah. his first group of friends that he loves and wants to, man. And I, I just love the analogy of, you know, what they all want and how he kind of got, they all got got their names and how he wants to take off in a rocket to the sky. Man. Yeah. That's, that's very important, man. It's like an analogy because to them not being able to be close to the sky and seeing it, um, it's just a beautiful thing, man. And I kind of, you know, I'm, I'm a G. <laughs> Always and forever. Always and forever, yeah. Yeah, Richard, yeah. You know, but like teared up, man, like not being able to see the sky. Yeah, yeah. Uh, just things that we take for granted every day, right? You know what I mean, and just his his love of just wanting to go to the sky and be in the sky, and, and love that. Right, that was just a reoccurring thing between him and Lila. Oh yeah, um, I'm just trying to be in the sky, man. Yep, that's, it. that's what I'm Let's trying go. to do, brother. So, um, but I I did love that they kind of brought that to their friendship, and when the things that happened where that couldn't happen for them. Yeah. You know, we now meet him in guardians one and he's the way he is for a reason. Yep. Right. Yeah. He's had to do some things that he's probably not proud of. Yeah. There's a lot of things that happened through all the movies that now, you know why now, you know, why you know why exactly how he, why he is the way he is. Um, but yeah, I, I love that they made uh, Rocky Raccoon front and center on yeah, that's cool. this movie, man. That was, that, was, that was real cool. All right, man. So the moment you've been waiting for um, in all of the world is Will Poltier's, uh as Adam Warlock 
a powerful artificial being created by the sovereign to destroy the guardians. Talk to me, brother. Uh, yeah. Such so, a letdown, man. So I thought, <laughs> you know, we had this big not a reveal, but uh, one of the in the, in the was it gar- it was ga- uh volume two, volume two. He, he's in this cocoon, and I thought he was just gonna be just a bigger villain than he was. Yeah. Uh, I mean, they, they give the reason that, you know, he's acting like a child or whatever because he's was let out of his cocoon too early. But, I mean, he's just... The potential for that character just was very sadly... But, you know, it, it's kind of like when you go to Chick-fil-A and they give you the wrong order, and you're just like, all right, well, they might have known better than I do. <laughs> Same thing with James Gunn. <laughs> like, you know... That is not way. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wait. <laughs> you you go <laughs> you go to Chick-fil-A, okay? You order a number one yeah, yeah. with a waffle fry. Right. And they give you a uh grilled chicken set. He's still trying to tell you something. I'm following you now. Yeah, they give you a right. grilled chicken <laughs> with kale as your side. You know, they know, you know uh, James Gunn be eating all that fried Chick- chicken. <laughs> <laughs> okay. I'm following you now. It took me a minute to get where you were going. <laughs> Yo, <laughs> yeah, if this is James Gunn's, uh, if James Gunn's, James Gunn decides this is the way it's got to be, then you know who might have. I, I mean, he made Suicide Squad. You know, I can see you now. They're like, you got the counter. They, <laughs> they give you your bag. You don't even look at it because you, you trust Chick Fil A. You just see him like completely hit the wrong button, <laughs> and they tell you the wrong thing back. You're like, yeah, all right, cool. <laughs> they're like, they're like, uh, number one with the large waffle fry. Yeah. <laughs> Not for this guy. <laughs> James yeah, yeah. Gunn knows what he's doing. Yeah. Okay, I'm following you now. <laughs> so, we'll see. But, you know, he was, you know, I guess basically he was a kid. So, he's just kind of doing what he was told by his mom. And then yeah. he's pretty much worthless the rest of the movie until the very end. Yeah. Um, Even then, he was a little late to the party, but you know, it's whatever. You know, I. So it's weird because I played. Uh, I think it was like last year, I played the Guardians of the Galaxy game on yeah. e- Xbox, right? And I like blew through, through that. It was a very easy game to play. Uh, I think it was available through like Xbox Game Pass or whatever. Yeah, I played some of it too. And yeah, I mean, it was really fun. And then you got to witness Adam Warlock, right? Yeah. You got to like interact with this guy. You actually had to fight him, but then he was on your team. There was a lot going on there. Uh, that one, Adam Warlock was more formed than this guy. He was still like dumb at times um, in the game, but he was more formed as far as being uh, more inept and, and stronger. And yeah. Um, knowing what to do uh i feel like they like wrote this script and just forgot about adam warlock <laughs> and then was like shit okay oh, yeah. what do we what do we do because it could have been literally anybody who attacks them at first yeah right? yeah um, they were in a they were in a a depression drunken sad stupor so anybody could have attacked them they've also had quietness on nowhere since kevin bacon you know who, who's gonna mess with kevin bacon right yep. Yep. so um I feel like they were like, wait, crap, we did tease Adam Warlock. We got to do this. Yeah. Um, 
All right, let's bring back uh, Aisha and the Sovereign, and we'll just figure it out, I guess. And they threw him in there. Did it work as a catalyst? Yes. Was it necessary for him to be in any other parts of the movie? That's what was upsetting, man. I just hope, like, we see him more in the MCU. Yeah, I mean, you got this this powerful creation that he comes in full force, right? He just lays hands on everybody. Yeah. Um, yeah, he gets injured, but... You know, what, at what point could he have been more valuable? Yeah. You know, it was kind of like left for a, a point to where his only value was to save Quill. He did save Quill. That is that is right. Yeah. But, I mean, that's it. I mean, I, oh, the rest of the time he's just sitting there, like, and all sad and stuff. Stupid amazement, yes. <laughs> like, I thought he was really going to go hands with them right. when... Aisha died. You know what I mean? Exactly. That's what I was like. Okay, now we have something for him to do. He's supposed to now. He's going to team up with these bad boys, just like we did in the game, yep. and we're going to do work. And I'm like, all right, where does this? No, you're just still like a side character that we just see from time to time. Yeah, and you know, it may have been because he wasn't part of the family. Yeah, you know, it was a story about the family, right? But same time, like you said, it's like. He could have been of a little bit more use, I feel like. Agreed. But, you know. We have uh, Sean Gunn as Kraglin. Remember the Guardians and Yondu's <laughs> uh, former second-in-command with the Ravengers? And he kind of uh, does work with that whole whistle-needle thing or whatever. I don't even know right. what, what, it's, what it's called. Um, but he's still practicing that since the end of the vo- Volume 2. <laughs> And finally masters it. Yeah. That was cool arc for him. Get to um, see a little Yondu yeah. action in there. <laughs> real, real quick, yeah. Yeah. That was really cool. Um, then we got the high evolutionary. Uh, Chukwudu Ijubu. Um, I, I butchered it again. Uh, we have the scientist specializing in creating hybrid creatures and rockets creator. So you can forcefully enhance all living things being in a special race. Um, I, I don't know about you, man, but we've had some really bad villains in the MCU, right? Some like really bad ones. Bad as in like awful characters? Like like you're, like you're, you're not the Joker. You're not Thanos. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, you're not a good villain. Gotcha. The reason why you're villainy you're not Loki. The reason why you're being a villain is trash, is what I mean. Gotcha. Gotcha. Um, the high evolutionary was the opposite of that. I really enjoyed this guy as the villain. He was a super, uh, super into it and creepy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, uh, J- J- James Gunn is really known for working with people over and over again. Uh, this was the guy and Peacemaker. Remember? Yeah, yeah. Um, and he is psychotic. Yes. Uh, narcissistic, has, has a God complex, basically everything. And you saw it on full display, man. And I love it that we didn't get, like, anything from him that is like, oh, feel for me because of this. 
No. Yeah, it was like just the prize. I am just an asshole. Yeah, yeah. This is what I'm trying to do, and this is why I'm trying to do it. Yeah, why I'm trying to do it doesn't make any sense to you, but it makes sense to me in yeah. my head. <laughs> exactly. That's all that matters. Like, yeah. keep that same energy MCU villains right there. Right. And then I can rock with you, right? Yeah. See, I never really, I never really clicked with what he was doing as much as like, like, like as as like Rocket's story about kind of his revenge, like he wanted to make this uh, better place with these better people, but like he never really had much more beyond that, like. What was he planning to do? Just have this one earth and just rule this one earth. Was that it? I don't even think he wanted to rule, man. I don't think he, he wanted to rule. Like that his vibe was just making seeing imperfections in things. Yeah. And wanting to make things perfect. Yeah. That that's what his whole vibe scientist, doctor, okay. uh island of Dr. Moreau type type thing <laughs> thing was. Yeah. Um Nothing was as good as how it currently is. Everything needed an, an, an enhancement. Yeah. yeah, I mean, even the the children that he had made still weren't good enough. Yeah, because they weren't like they weren't as good as Rocket's brain. Yeah, and that's, right. And that was the vibe, right? Like, how did this anthropomorph- anthropomorphic raccoon? be able to figure this next evolutionary step for him yeah. out with no science ba- background. You know what I mean? Exactly. Um, he was obsessed because he can do it just naturally formulating that in his head, and he hasn't been able to replicate that. Exactly. So his whole thing for perfection is I have to figure out what the hell is in his head that made him even think of this. Because the society needs to be able to evolve by... Inventing new things, right? Yes. So Rocket's the only one that's been able to do that. Yes. Gotcha. Yeah. That's why this guy was cool, man. Yeah. Because he was sadistic. It wasn't a big global universal takeover. It was just like, I just want to get things right. And nothing's ever going to be right. Yeah. That's the thing. You know what I mean? He was on like uh, subject 989 and then to, to 90, right? Like mm-hmm. nothing was ever going to be right. He had... Second Earth or New Earth or Other World yeah. Earth or whatever the hell it's called, and it was just like Earth. Yeah, you know, there's there's mass hysteria, there's <laughs> fights, there's divorce. Nothing's yeah. perfect, man. Um, but he's the guy who kept on striving for that. But the biggest thing about him, man, he was just like, yo, I can't, I can't connect with this guy. I can't vibe with this guy, man. <laughs> you are straight villainy, man. Yeah, like the best. Villains to me are guys you cannot connect with, man. I I connected with Bane in the Dark Knight Rises. I understood, bro. You were just a guy in love. Yeah. So you're like, you know, we're just gonna bomb Gotham. You know, you know, what, whatever clear, you gotta take, right? Yeah, yeah. The Joker, I couldn't connect with this guy. That's what makes made him great, right? Yeah. Rajal Ghoul for the first one. I understood why you think uh Gotham needed to be blown up, right? Right. Um, and that was fully explained that was fully explained and explored, right? Um General Zod. I get why you were doing the things you needed to do in Man of Steel, right? Those yeah. are those are some good and in, 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 in some bad, not bad villains, but less than good villains, right? This guy, he's up there, man. Yeah, he's because he's like you said, he doesn't have a 
There's no end to his, yeah, they're, his they're plan. Exactly. Right. Remember uh, Loki from the first Avengers movie? Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, he had like a little child kind of Napoleon complex, but his whole thing is his rightful heir. He wanted to rule. Right? Yeah. I, I, I deserve this. This is my rite of passage, right? Yeah. I, this is me. I should get the throne. And because he couldn't get it at on Asgard, yeah. um, <laughs> uh, he said, I'm just going to take it on Earth, man. Yeah. So that was, uh, he, he's up there. I think this guy, even though we're not going to see him again because he's now dead, um, was a really dope villain in this movie. Was he dead, though? Was hey, he man. Dead, though? hey, man. We shall see. Mm-hmm. We shall see. Uh-uh. Rocket did a number on his face, bro. Oh, yeah, yeah. Good gosh. Mm-hmm. All right, man. Anybody else you wanted to uh, discuss before we move forward? No, nah, we, we had some good cameos, though. Uh, voices and such throughout this whole movie that made everything really, really good and tied a lot of stuff together. Yeah, li- uh, Laura Barton, uh, Linda Cardinelli as Lila, and Nathan Fleon. <laughs> Love Nathan Fleon, man. He's just great. Um, and obviously... Uh, Elizabeth DeBicki, she's just great. How are you like that gorgeous, even when you're a gold woman? You know what I mean? That's just unfair, Aisha. <laughs> right. Seth Green, Howard oh, the yeah, Duck, yeah. Howard the Duck. Love it, love it, love it, man. Uh, I, I did definitely enjoy that. So, great. All right, man. Um, just the uh. The, the music, obviously, you know, we can talk about the music for hours on this here, so let's not spend, like, a, oh, yeah. a, a, lot, a lot of time. But the one thing James Gunn does, does well, man, right? These are not called uh, Part 2 or the next Guardians of the Galaxy or Guardians of the Galaxy, blah, 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 yeah, Back yeah. to the Future or whatever, right? Volume 2, man, music, right? Mm-hmm. And he, he ups the music. He always changes the decade, and the tracks are just fire, man. Yeah. Really in- enjoyable throughout. Um, he brings this one kind of full circle. Yeah. <laughs> with the music. <laughs> hey, you know, he's not afraid to spend a little bit of money on some good tracks, man. You know, he, he's got a great, great list of songs here that he put together for this movie. That's something we go to for the Guardians too, right? Go to we, for, the, for the movie. We want to see where game. he's going to where he's gonna put these tunes at. Hey, yep. hey. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but you know, this is a space opera, so it definitely had that look and feel, man. I love being on nowhere. I love being, um, at that Orgo company or whatever. Yeah, that was super weird. Uh, <laughs> all organic space. Yeah, super weird. Super weird. Yes. Um, and even like second earth, other earth. What the hell is it called? Counter earth. Counter earth. I'm never going to remember that. Like anytime breakfast, I'm never going to remember that dude. <laughs> Gosh, I'm just so bad at it. It's the worst. <laughs> I'm gonna take off and uh, take off his rocket and go to sky, man. There that's, you go. that's what I'm gonna do. There you go. Um, but no, I, I did like the look and feel of this movie, man. Uh, really, a great world to live in, mm-hmm. and we even got to go. Just Earth. Yeah. Yeah, just back, <laughs> yep. Back to the homeland. Back to the homeland to <laughs> eat some damn cereal. So <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. Um, you ready for that theme? Yeah, what you got? All right, man. So 
uh, I think James Gunn wanted to tell this story, man, because, uh, you know, that we all have a purpose on this planet, that we all have contributions to make this place called Earth habitable for all. Uh, that given if we are different, that we're all special and meant for some type of greatness. Uh, no matter our race, religion, sex, creed, political side, favorite football team, for those who think that Ted Mosby should have went with Veronica overseas, me, you know, whatever your thought process <laughs> yeah, is, I whatever agree. you agree. A, a, agree or believe, right? Um, you know, we all are important and should never be less valued. Um, you know, we, nobody's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Um, but just be accepted and, and be loved and, and have a family. That's that's what this movie was about, man. He wrapped up this trilogy in, in great style. James Gunn, man on top of his game, mm. brother. Uh, I hope he, he does the same for DC. But that's for another different time, guys. We'll talk about that after the flash. Yeah, so. He has one time. He's already <laughs> done it once. <laughs> he has. He has, and that was fantastic. Yes. I do want to see those, those characters, some of those characters again. So Even most of them died. <laughs> I, just, I just remembered that. <laughs> Most it literally caused the Suicide Squad. Mostly everybody died. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> right. So, we'll see Idris Elba again, maybe. Yeah. Um. Well, they all they all made it to the end. They got Rat, close to the Rat end. Catcher two, uh, Idris Elba's character, and um, well, Peacemaker yeah. and Harley Quinn. So I, I think, I think Polka Dot Man was the only one that died. Polka Dot Man died. Um. Uh, who's the dude? Who was the leader with the Bugs Bunny shirt? Oh, Flag. Flag died. Yeah, that's right. All of them in the beginning. That's right, Flag. Yeah, he got stabbed. Everybody in the beginning of the movie. Oh, well, you're talking. Yeah, yeah. That the other Suicide Squad. Yeah, they died. Hey, yeah. man. You're right. You're right. You're right. Your boy. I got you. Your boy died, man. Wasn't Nathan Fillion in that one too? He was the. He was the. <laughs> TDK. <catch of> all- <laughs> Hey, Pete Davidson. <laughs> it looks so gross in being yeah. TDK, man. All right, guys, we're just rambling on Yeah, now. yeah. <laughs> All right, team, so that's our conversation about uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. JV, give us your thoughts and ratings, brother. Yeah, man. Uh, as far as a Guardians of the Galaxy movie... Um, this is, this is on the top for me. Oh, wow. The top one for me. Oh, oh, wow. What's about to happen here, guys? Uh, drum, <laughs> drum roll, please. <laughs> yeah. No, nah, this one from start to finish, man, was, was really good. We moved fast. We got to kind of close out these characters in a nice, really awesome way. Yeah. Sad a, way. A good send off. Yeah. Sad way, but, yeah. but it was it was really good into a trilogy. It didn't just stop. We've seen so many just stop. You'll never know where they're going after that. Uh, this is gonna be a five bucks popcorn for me. Ooh, ladies and gentlemen, this you heard it first from Movie in a I Pod. Mean, JV, five bucks. James Gunn, man. Yeah, he this fires, dude, man. He's just got it, man. He just these comic book movies. Mm-hmm. He just he doesn't. From from what I've like the interviews and stuff I've seen with him, he doesn't really. He's not really worried about things. You know, he's going to make the movie he wants to make yeah. because he knows it's going to be awesome. Yeah. yeah. And he's not worried about this, that, or the other. So, 
looking forward to it, man. Hopefully he can he can revive that DC, man. That's all we need. Get some good movies from over there. This little life blood. Yeah. That's uh James Gunn, man. This is, <laughs> this is the guy who brought us uh Scooby Doo on Monster Island. Yeah. So I've weirdly probably watched that pretty recently, actually. Dude, those are solid six, man. <laughs> Scooby Doo and the Scooby Doo <laughs> Two Monsters Unleashed Middles are fire films, brother. What are you talking about? <laughs> the James Gunn. <laughs> what about you, man? All right, man. So this movie's gonna get four buckets of popcorn for me. Oh, um, this was an almost perfect movie. I I was let down with Adam Warlock. I was really excited for like another yeah. character, but I get it as well. In, in a very tight, dense two hours and thirty six minute movie, it's really hard to add all that goodness and then bring a character in like this and flesh him out as well. So hopefully, like I said yeah. earlier, he remains in the. Uh, MCU, well, and we see him. He's a Guardians of the Galaxy now. He's a Guardian now. He is a Guardian yeah. of the Galaxy. I did okay. I was I was just thinking when you were talking about we're talking about like fifteen foot Groot or whatever. Yeah, uh, who was all there? And I was like, that last person. And it, it, it was yeah. him. You are correct. Yeah, he just looked really pissed off to be there. I think that's why <laughs> he kind of was that. Everybody else was he like, looked like that the whole movie. Yeah, <laughs> kind of dour. Yeah. Smile one time, bro. Yeah. He doesn't smile. Um, but yeah, this gets four buckets of popcorn, man. Uh, the music is awesome. The action sequences are, are, are great. But the best thing about it, man, is just the good, tight script writing and just the uh, communication and, and the uh, you know the going back and forth between all these characters and how they yeah. like the walking and talking, but also the quipping and the, the talking junk to each other. Yeah. That is just great. And, and like. I feel like this was probably the most chaotic movie for the for the for the Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, like you know, with the with the other two, they were kind of formed. They were a family, this, that, or the other. And this one, you're missing Rocket. The whole movie. Yeah, you got a Gamora that isn't part of the family. Mm-hmm. You got Groot who's trying to grow back his limbs. And it's just I'm a real boy. It's just chaos and, and yeah. Drax and. Uh, Manus are just off doing whatever. Yeah, and, and and Quill, he's trying to get Gamora back, but also at the same time, he's also depressed that he can't have his Gamora. You know yeah. what I mean? So they're 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 really splintered, and the fact that they, what binds them is the fact that they can still talk shit to each other. Right? That's like all right, we're, we're talking shit together. That means we can work together. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? And it's weird, but so that's what they do well. Kind of a family respect thing. <laughs> yeah, it really is, man. Uh, and, and that's. That's really fun. So I, I definitely enjoyed that, man. Yeah. Just um, the script was just top notch, man. So. All right, team. Thank you for subscribing to this week's episode, Talking Through Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3. Next oh, week, yeah. we'll be discussing the people we hit at the wedding. That is streaming on Amazon Prime. Like always, I am Clyde Smith. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram as I am Clyde G. Smith. I am Javier Villalobos. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at Mr. J8200. Thanks, guys. Appreciate it. Like always, keep watching.